Happy Tuesday, folks. So, where we were last on the pod, James was acting like a baby, and he wasn't going to bet. Literally, literally, three minutes later, he says, you got me, I'm going to do it, we're going to bet. I'm like, you really couldn't say that a couple minutes ago? So, James kept y'all waiting, like a bad guy. Um, so, you know, the, the past, like, couple months we've been recording off and on, the goal, at least for a football season, is to try to record every Tuesday. Um, that's going to be the goal. And our football bets is on. So, because of James's many, many, many penalties last season, he's starting on a bad way, but... He was shown leniency by our awesome and wonderful commissioner. So he can't pick to week six, and he only has negative, and he's starting off with negative two points. Right now, I'm three and one. So he, on his first week, if he chooses to, if he gets, if, if I stay where I am, and if he hits all six picks, Using his free pick and all his specialty right away and gets all of them. He's winning. But that's what he has to do. Um, so right now I'm in the driver's seat. I'm, I like it. This is what's up. And what's not up is Aaron Rodgers. Four plays. And it all set it off great. He, 9-11. He came running in with the flag. And... Jets have a good first defensive series. Bills get stopped. Aaron Rodgers gets on the field. All of MetLife is rocking and rolling. Ready for playoff season. Ready for AFC title game. But then wait. Aaron Rodgers rolls out. Boom. Torn Achilles. Dunzo for the rest of the season. And people, when stuff like this happens... They want to feel bad for Jeff Fan. They want to say, if you're celebrating an injury, you're an asshole. I will say, if you celebrate an injury, you're an asshole. But, if you have to say you're sad just to go with everybody else, that's wrong. Me, I have no sadness for Jets fans. Jets gonna jet. It, it is what it is. Now, am, am I happy he got hurt? No. But am I happy he's done for the season? Absolutely, I'm a Pats fan. Now we're absolutely not going to be last place. We have a shot now for the division. Now people who want to say Josh Allen is the worst quarterback in the world—that's an overreaction. But is it fair to say, especially how great Tua played at the Week One, and even though the Pats lost, they played really good football. Against a team who went to Super Bowl last year. So, the AFC East is now wide open. Literally wide open. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Pat fan. James may agree. We'll find out in a minute. A lot of people may also agree. But, yes. At 7.30 yesterday. It started. With Bills and Jets against the world. Now. I truly believe it's literally. Wide open. Buckle your seats. We're in for a wild ride.
Yeah, I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you have to feel absolutely miserable, like, because all the hype season is now taken away, Rodgers is done, he's going to get the surgery in a couple of weeks, um, the AFC East, I agree with you, it's wide open, um, Josh Allen is, you know, he's great, but he's not, you know, he's not the end-all, be-all, I mean, you, you know that since he came into the league in 2018, he leads the league in turnovers. Like, that's a problem. So, he's, a turn, he's been turning the ball over a lot. He doesn't have a good relationship with Stephon Diggs, which is a problem. And even though they lost Rodgers, but hey, they won the game. Their defense is legit. Their defense are keeping in games. I do believe that the AFC is wide open. Anybody can win it. We're going to find out this Sunday night because your Patriots take on the Dolphins. I'm going to watch that matchup very closely because it's going to be the speed of the Dolphins, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Patriots' defense is outstanding. And even though you guys lost, that was your defense held the NFC champs in check. I mean, you guys made Jalen Hurts look normal. And listen, your defense will carry you. Matt, well, you know, he was all right. But... He was, but hey, he almost won the game too. And if you just made a little bit more plays, the Pacers would be one and zero. Now right it, now, it's, it's you know, not even that. It's 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 not even Max' fault. There there's a receiver, booty, something like that. Two times, only gets one foot. My guy, you're no longer in college. And also, I truly believe what college football should start doing. All last third-year players, you got to play college football for three years. If you're now a third-year college football and you're about to go into the draft, they should start doing two feet to get ready for the next step. Because these motherfuckers are only doing one feet and it's not, it's fucking up. Or, in camp, teams got to teach the rookies to do two feet. Because it's not that hard to just put that foot down or drag it. All you have to do is drag it. You don't have to land cleanly with your feet there. Have have a toe touch the turf or the grass. It's really not that difficult. If he does that, they win the fucking football game. Yeah, um, toe tap. I mean, if you toe tap, they win. But you have to admit, your defense is legit. Your defense is, is a top ten defense. Oh you know, man, that Gonzalez kid—he did so good. Laid out Jalen Hurts and made him hurt like a little bitch. That fumble, and another person that doesn't get a lot of love—he's a big vet in the NFL. But Matthew Judon, he is—he oh, is so so talented. He he signed a couple years ago. He he reworked his contract this year. I think he has a year or two left. He really wants to play here. He's he's try he tries to constantly recruit to get other people with him. I think he needs a little bit more help, but the wide receivers is good. Kendrick Bourne, two touchdowns, beautiful game. Oh, yeah. I need to see more from Stevenson. I need to see a hell of a lot more from Zeke. I think oh, I think Comey looks a little out of shape. I I think that they're gonna try to make him too much into a pass catcher. Um, just, just, just give him the fucking ball and let him rock. Stop, stop trying to make him into James White. He's he's not going to be James White. You also got to admit, though, too, that um, 
I mean, you must have been very blessed, though, that the that the, that Jalen Hurts went for on fourth down, and you made that big stop, and you were driving. I really thought that, oh, here we go. Pats are going to win one on Tom Brady Day. But, you know, looking forward now, you play the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football at home. Um, what, what are your expectations? Like, what do you think about, what do you think? Do you think you can, um, beat the Dolphins and go one-on-one because you'll be 0-2, but then you'll get your, you know, you'll get right game because you're going to get the Jets and you're going to win because it's the Jets and the three things are constant. The Packers own the Bears, the Cowboys own the Giants, and the Pats own the Jets. Those are the three constants in the NFL. They don't change. Look, you gotta, you gotta double hill. Right, let anybody else burn you, not help. Jalen Waddles, he's good, but he's young. You gotta blitz Tua, blitz Tua, and you gotta score first. You you gotta be able to put up at least seventeen points. It's it's probably gonna be a around forty total score. So you gotta put up some points. The kicking game has to be a little better. Um, Bill has to show his hand a little, little early. These kind of games, I think you got to win. So, normally he likes to set heavy defensive games against iconic teams and later in the season. But maybe you show a little out, a little out early. Get people feeling jolly about themselves. Because last year... There was a lot of games like week one this year. A lot of, ooh, we feel good about it. Let's build on it. Let's go further. But at some point, all that is just, okay, we still lost though. So you got to win week two. Even even if we play good again but lose, you can't feel good about 0-2. You just can't. If it makes you feel better, then you'll be one and two because you'll beat the Jets in week three. But I get what you mean, though. I get what you mean. I mean, think about it. The Bills play the Raiders, and the Jets play the Cowboys. So you have to win. You have to win that game because everybody can be one. Because you know the Bills will probably beat the Raiders. The Cowboys will beat the Jets. Um, you have to win. I don't game know, man. Goals. Raiders played pretty, pretty well in week one. I get it, but they only scored seventeen points, though. They only scored 17 points, and Denver is not that is not as good as um as people think. But but you but like I said, I still think the Bills will beat the Raiders. The Cowboys will beat the Jets. That's why your game becomes a must because everybody becomes one and one. Because you can see, like you said, you can't like no matter how good you felt playing close against the NFC champs, being 0 and 2, that that's not going to make you feel good. It's not going to make you feel good because. Even though you'll probably beat the Jets, what if you lose to the Jets and then you're staring only three, and the, and suddenly the wide open AFC East is um it's not open for you guys. So that's why week two. I'm not saying it's a it's a must win, but you can't lose. You can't you can you, you can't go only two despite how good the Dolphins looked. Here's my question to you. Well, well, one comment for the question. I have no idea why. They're, they're not giving Aaron Rodgers a surgery as soon as possible. That's what they should be doing. But here's my question to you. Let's say Zach Wilson pulls in Matt Castle. Jets get 12 wins. They win the East. 
Okay? Alright. Right? They get the bye. So, no, they, the they okay. play... They play a crap team in the divisional game. Right, they so they get to the title game. Who they lose to? Before the... Now, before the title game. The past six weeks. Rod has been working out. He's been in the gym. He's been throwing. He's been running with the first team. Are you pulling Zach Wilson out of the title game and playing Aaron Rodgers? Or are you saying Aaron, hey, let's let's wait till next year? No, I'm going to have to ride with the kid, for better or for worse, and just say, hey, listen, Rodgers, you know, you got, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in, we'll see you in 2024. Because I, I, I get it, like, you know, because here's the other factor. And you said this repeatedly. When Rodgers gets, the last time Rodgers was in a title game, Brady beat him. So I'm not saying Zach's going to do any better. But since Zach got you there, you have to do right by the kid and let him, you know, finish the job. Even if Zach goes out there and throws five picks and they, and they lose to the Chiefs or they lose to the Bengals, why would Zach, you know, let Zach take his punishment? Well, and if, next if year, you're feeling all that... Why even get Aaron Rodgers at all? In fairness, no one expected Rodgers to like blow out his Achilles like that. But it's sure. also not fair. You know, it's, it's still not fair to do that to Zach Wilson. Well, it's not fair to sit a guy who's ready now, who's literally forty percent of your payroll. Aaron Rodgers could say, "Hey, do this, or I'm out. Play me, or I'm out." I mean, I personally wouldn't, but if, but if I'm if I'm the Jets and you had invested all that in Rodgers, I mean, you probably I mean you're gonna keep your first round pick anyway because Rodgers didn't play sixty five percent of the game. So I guess, but I don't know. I guess if it was me, I would just ride with the kid. And even if Rodgers is out, it is where it is. I mean, you're the Jets anyway. You, you you're gonna find a way to screw it up anyway. So now let's talk about these G men. 40 to donut, my guy. 40 to donut. And let's just give him a little bit of niceness. The first series started out really, really well. Almost too well. But then, what could go wrong, will go wrong. And your kicker couldn't even make field goals. The receiving team was absolute dog shit. The defense was your your big talker, your big trash mouth, smash mouth guy, Kayvon Thibodeau, was like, hello? And, and that's what I hate about this kid. I get it, he's so talented. But you run your fucking mouth all so much, and you don't show up in the games. Like, what's really good with this guy that you fanboy off of? Listen, man, I, 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 there, there's really nothing else to say. I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, did I feel the Giants are going to probably win that game? No, but I did not expect to, like, get shellac like that. It was, uh, they got, listen, they got lost all three phases, man. Nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. The defense was terrible. He was terrible. Daniel Jones was terrible. The offensive line was terrible. Especially, like, everything that, Went wrong, went wrong, and now your starting left tackle 
is now hurt his hamstring, so he's probably going to be out for a few games anyway. So now you lose your starting left tackle, you lose your backup left tackle because he's injured too. Like, you're playing Arizona, so maybe you'll be Arizona, but this is looking like it's going to be a lost season. It's all the all the hype that I thought, okay, maybe the Giants will probably win eight, nine games. That's going to be out the window. It's so, it's so depressing. I, there's really nothing else to say about the Giants. Right? It, it's just, it's sad. I, I have nothing. I, there's really nothing to say. So, aren't you supposed to do better when you overpay a guy forty million dollars? And I said it when they signed them. I don't care that he's a quarterback. Just because you're a quarterback doesn't mean you get godlike amount of money. The guy got overpaid. I know you got the opt out after next year, but now you're wasting another year. You're wasting another year because even if even if you draft the quarterback in next year's draft. You're probably not going to be a top 10. You're not going to get Caleb Williams unless you trade all the way up. You're not going to get a good quarterback. So, which means you could possibly waste three to four years of football when now Saquon's long gone. If Kayvon's good, you're about to pay him. So, if, if, if I'm the Giants, and if I get to a certain point, Let's say week eight, I have under three wins. I'm sitting him, and I'm taking a quarterback. If, if I'm at pick four, I'm trading up for Caleb Williams, and I'm starting my future now because a team like the Giants cannot waste the next two to three years and expect to do something. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, if that's a possibility, but... I, again, I I don't know. Like I said, I'm at a loss of words. And then you know what's going to happen know. too, right? Next year, Daniel Jones is going to play well because it's technically a walk year and they're not going to opt out. And then what do you do? Waste more years? If you're a Giant fan, how can you possibly feel about maybe not winning until 2027? I, I don't know. I have no idea. And then next year, what's very interesting is that they play the they play the a they play the NFC South next year. They play the NFC South and they play the um they play the AFC North and the NFC South. So their schedule next year is tougher too because they play the North and they play and they play the a- NFC South. But it is what it is. I, like I said, I don't know. I don't have the answers. It was, I, I, like, I, I just don't know. A lot of Giants fans are stunned. I'm stunned. It was, you know, this is one of those um, butt kickings that, you know, you take on the chin and say, listen, man, you got your ass kicked. What, what else can you say? Now, it's been talked about on ESPN all day, and I get it. You need to have storylines. But, one... Tom, Tom Brady's not going to be a Jet. Two, Colin Kaepernick is not going to be a Jet. Carson Wentz, not going to be a Jet. Phillip Rivers, not going to be a Jet. But 
let's just play stupid for a minute. And because if you're the Jets, why wouldn't you get? Why wouldn't you want Tom Brady? Um, way too many people are asking for Colin Kaepernick. This is not gonna happen. Now, neither, neither of those guys, right? Rivers and Brady is not coming out of retirement. You know, Carson Wentz. He's been dropped by so many organizations. I don't know why you would, but you would. You would go for Tom Brady. Now, you owe so much money to Aaron Rodgers, and to get Brady out of retirement, you're gonna have to offer something good. So, what would you offer? Uh, I mean, even though it's not gonna happen, but since we're playing stupid, um, that's tough. Um, listen, it's tough because he's also part owner of the Vegas Raiders, so maybe whatever percentage he owns, I think he owns, I think, 10% of the Vegas Raiders, maybe offer him 20% ownership, and I guess maybe 20% ownership, maybe, um... Uh, bringing, bringing his people because you have to remember too the coordinators they have was built for Rodgers now you have to build bringing Brady's people and design the entire offense around him so maybe what you do is just say hey Brady tell me whatever you want we'll give you 20% ownership of the team like you know 10% more than what you have in Vegas and go for there So, you're giving percentages. I'm talking contract value. Uh, maybe a one-year, $60 million deal? Yo. <laughs> he he absolutely would, would say yes to that. Now, the Jets wouldn't give him that. <laughs> um, Shannon Sharp said 25. I, I don't think 25 is good enough. I would say... 30 to 35, maybe throw some incentives in there. Or, be right, he's basically averaged 22 and a half in this whole entire contract year. Um, but, 60, I don't think anybody would say no to that. But, wouldn't that kill their cap? Do you want to win a championship or not? <laughs> and it would kill their cap, yes. <laughs> that, that means... Seventy percent of their payroll would be to two yep. quarterbacks over forty years old. That's crazy. Yep. But this is the Jets. <laughs> but they're very lucky, though, Nick, that a lot of the players they have are very young, so they don't have to pay them like right now. So they can do that. Like Sauce Gardner's in the second year, Garrett Wilson in the second year, Quentin Williams already got paid. Um, a lot of the people that they have are very young, so they don't have to pay them. So you couldn't necessarily do that. And a lot of the players they have this year are likely going to be back next year. You know what I don't get though? They didn't use Brees Hall enough yesterday. He had two really good long runs, and the only reason why I care, he's in my fantasy team. But, but I know he's just coming off an injury, but he's probably your best offensive weapon. Use the fucking guy. Well, if you want a, um, a fun stat, 
the Jets last year were five and one when Zach Wilson had Brees Hall and the and, and the tackle there, Tucker. So if, as long as Brees Hall is there, and I do have on my fantasy team too, um, I would like more Brees Hall as well. <laughs> because they had two runs for like thirty plus yards, and I'm like the first his first run of the game even was a big breakaway tackle. I'm like, go, boy, go. Like, good shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, speaking of teams that got their butts kicked, Steelers, that hurt. That hurt. They got their butts ripped. Like, we want to talk about emotions. Sunday was, was, was some low emotions. But the Steelers lost. That was very, very, very sad about that. I thought, you know, Kenny Pickett looked horrendous. Um, like they just lost Cam Haywood for a few weeks. Now they lost Deontay Johnson for a few weeks. The only player that they have that's were that in remote. No one cares about the Steelers. They got no quarterback. You can't win without a quarterback. Stop hey, trying to make hey, the Steelers pop in. Stop it. Stop it. No, I will. I will. Because they bad boy. The bad, Monday bad boy. They play the Browns on Monday Night Football. I'm going to make the Steelers pop. And Broncos are going to win. Hate to break it to you. No, no, no. The, the Browns. I said the Browns. The Browns oh, are going to win. Well, then the, the Browns, Browns, the Browns are going to win. They Hate to break gonna, it to you. They are going to win. They are going to win, but the Steelers are going to make it close. No, they're and not. Speaking of, speaking of, what happened to, like, speaking of quarterbacks that got paid and stunk, what happened to Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow looked awful. Had, had the calf injury. Hasn't practiced a lot. Maybe he was parting on that big-ass contract. Who knows? Parting on that big-ass contract? I mean, shoot. I mean, what was Josh Allen's excuse? He got paid. He threw three picks. Josh Allen is cool out here in these streets. He likes to lose games. We like that for him. He likes to. Did did you not hear the stat that said the game in the league, you leave the league in turnovers? Listen, no one cares about that stat. All right? That stat only matters for Dak Prescott. Okay? Like, are you still, like, after um, what Dakota Prescott, he didn't have to do much, but are you a believer in Dakota Prescott? Because a lot of Cowboys fans, they... I will never be a believer in him. But what we do need to see is the Detroit Lions play football this week, and they are going to go 2-0. If God loves me, Mahomes will go on too. I think that would be fantastic. That might be the best thing the city has ever seen. Well, Chris Jones is back. And, and no one cares about Chris Jones. First of all, he only got about $22.5 million contract. And he's already lost money due to fines. So there's incentives in there. But how bad does it look? Homie goes to ring night. Sits in the suite with, the, with his agents, the Cats brothers. Then four days later, after they lost, he signs. That looks so bad. None of his teammates should welcome him. None. It's, it should make the locker room terrible. You you say you're ready to play whenever, but you don't get a dub on before week one, but it magically comes on week two. And all along he was saying, oh, I'm ready to, I'm ready to play after week eight. And the only reason why for that was you play nine games, you, you get your year of eligibility. Like, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. He, he's a selfish motherfucker. And this is what all holdouts are, by the way. They're selfish. Now, yes, you want to get paid, but none of these guys are getting paid pennies. Anyone in professional sports is getting paid at least six hundred grand. That's more money 
than cops make and firefighters and 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 pe people who actually do well. So no professional athlete is poor. Maybe college kids back in the day before all the NALs, but they're making good money. So Chris Jones, no one feels sorry for your selfish ass. Well, also the Chiefs didn't want to go on too because they play they play the Jaguars. They play T-Law. Trevor Lions Lawrence is gonna the take that hair in Mahomes' face and he's gonna whack it. And Trevor Lawrence is going to win. That's what's going to happen. You heard it here first. Trevor Lawrence is going to beat Mahomes. That's that's very interesting. And then, you know, you said Detroit Lions. They play against the Seahawks. And are we... Are we Everyone's loving Geno Smith. And I have to say, why? I mean, motherfucker has one okay year. And everyone wants to make him out to be the next Black Hope. Like, Geno Smith sucks. Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions are going to go 2-0. My man Hutchison gonna fold Geno Smith up like a little bitch, and and did you see the clip? Rams, fucking Seahawks. Geno Smith says, "Whoa!" Right when Aaron Donald's about to make him into a bitch meat sandwich. So sorry, Geno Smith is soft. He's softer than Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald like Aaron Donald is like, oh my god. Um. And I don't understand why. But this guy was saying how he was supposed to work in the World Trade Center. He got offered a whole lot of money. And it was going to put him in the financial industry. And he said no. So, a lot of people were coming at him. But I don't think they should. He was mentioning how crazy that he was about to work somewhere. That a day later, he would have died. So, that's how I, right, maybe saying he was about to make a whole lot of money, maybe that part can kind of sound a little weird, but there was also other people who said, oh, I, I woke up late that day, I missed my train that day, so I wasn't in the building. No one gets mad at those tweets, but you want to get mad at this guy, all for saying about how he was, he had a job offer, to work in the World Trade Center. Like, don't come after him. If you want to come out people for for doing 9-11 jokes, like one one person set a score of the towers, South Tower, blah, 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 Tower, right? That That's corny. If you want to make jokes like that, that's corny. But something like that, that's not even a joke. That's his story. Everyone has, everyone knows where you were that day. Whether you were getting picked up from elementary school, whether you stayed home, whether you were late on the train, whether you were going to work, whether it's 
a sad day for everybody. You don't even have to be a New Yorker to be sad for 9-11. Um, sp- sports will shut down. I mean, you know, there was it was a month before the World Series. It was it was a crazy, crazy time, and I. It almost sounds a little weird to say this, but I think for security measures, we benefited a little bit from 9-11 because we're more careful now. There's that, before that, there was no security at airports, no security at trains. No security at all. So, I'm not saying it's a good thing 9-11 happened. Please don't, no one take this comment saying that. But, because it did happen, it made security hell lot bigger. Now, you can't even look at a cop the wrong way in in an airport terminal. Or a bus terminal. Or a train terminal. You're going to get stepped to the side and you're going to get searched. You're going to get looked at. You're going to get... And us as people banded together. And now there's been tragedy since then. You know, none has worse since then. But there's been tragedies. So people are still finding ways. But something like that kind of started it all. And it just made things a little bit better. I mean, let, let's think about this. Like, we were both kids. I'm sure you were picked up in elementary school when you were, you know, when you were, you know, when you were kids. So was I. I mean, back then, people were just going on flights really nilly. Like, there was barely TSA. I'm sure that TSA was there, but they weren't thorough. They weren't telling you, like, now they're telling you, you got to get this amount on, they got to do this on. Like, listen, ain't, ain't no one saying, I'm glad 9-11 happened. Ain't nobody saying that. Nobody wants to see something horrible happen and people's lives were affected. There are people like fire, like firefighters, people that were like there, the smoke, and people are still suffering from residual effects because of that election. But you have to understand, security went from lax to very heightened. Every time you hear the words bomb threat, terrorist threat, you're, you know, everybody gets antennas raised. Like, why do you think like big events like, like, you know, like, the World Series or NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, the uh, Super Bowl, all these big-time events, all these, whether it's a UFC fight, whether it's WrestleMania, or whatever big-time event that you can think of, there's always heightened security because you never know. When you hear bomb threats, when you hear terrorist attacks, when you hear someone say, I'm going to do X at this event, your antennas get perked up. So, listen, I... I no, it's it's upsetting. It sucks. 9-11 is not something to be joked at. And I, and I do feel for all the families that are still suffering from the effects. I don't think that guy who made that said that should be up should get killed for. I maybe even if he if he took out the money part, I understand that. But I see a whole bunch of people that said, "Oh well, I missed my train. I was supposed to go to work. I was supposed to meet so and so at X." So. I think people need to just uh, pump pump the brakes on that. And and those nine eleven jokes, they're corny. Like I saw someone made a tweet saying like like Giants lost forty nothing North Tower. Um, 
Jets lose to Aaron Rodgers' top house. Like, come on, man. Really? Really? Like, uh, are you really? Are you really? You're going to use Aaron Rodgers' injury for a 9-11 joke? Come on, man. Be better. Yep. Yeah. 